The Deja Amnesia Experience. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. I hope everyone is doing well, enjoying your summertime. Yes. You know that song, uh, uh, Summertime by Sublime? That's a good summer song. You know, every time I hear that one, that's a good summer song. Yep. Let's see, um, what else? What's been going on, everybody? Are you guys handling the heat? If you can't handle the heat, get out the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? If you can't handle the heat, get out the kitchen. <laughs> um, let's see. You know, I was reading about something pretty cool um, recently, and I'm going to share it with you. What you gonna do with it? Have you guys heard of the Axemen in New Orleans? I think it's Narlins, though, right? Narlins? Like one word, Narlins? I think that's what it's called. Um, so check out this. Um, so there's this back in... Let's see. Okay, the Axeman of New Orleans was an American serial killer active in New Orleans, Louisiana, and surrounding communities, including Gretna from May 1918 to October 1919. Okay, so this guy, um, this is kind of a cool story. So this guy, he would, he would break into your house and he would kill you with an axe, right? But the thing was, he would kill you with your axe. <laughs> he wouldn't bring one. He would go in there and kill you with your axe. Um, and he would, uh, so he had like, I guess he would write letters to the police and leave them like with the bodies. and. I, he also loved jazz music, and he told everybody, like, in the letters, he said, I, I won't come into your house if you have, like, your windows open and it's blaring jazz music. He says, I'll skip your house if I hear jazz music coming out of your house. So everybody, everybody was just blasting jazz music, you know? Listen or die. But I have, the, I have some of those letters. And the thing is, he never got caught. He never got caught. Can you believe it? All right. Here, here's one of the letters by the Axeman. I am very fond of jazz music, and I swear by all the devils in the nether regions 
that every person shall be spared in whose house a jazz band is in full swing at the time I have just mentioned. If everyone has a jazz band going, well then, so much the better for the people. One thing is certain, and that is some of those persons who do not jazz it on Tuesday night, if there be any, will get the axe. <laughs> you know, he might be a murderer, but he likes jazz. He's got taste, you know what I mean? Let's find another one. Um, I'm trying to read these. It's just uh, super blurry. Okay. This is another letter from the Axeman. It's titled, Never Catch Him. They have never caught me, and they never will. They have never seen me, for I am invisible. I am not a human being, but a spirit and a demon from the hottest hell. I am what you Orleanians and your foolish police call the Axeman. The letter said the Axeman could... Be much worse if he wanted to, then added, Now, to be exact, at 12.15 earthly time, on next Tuesday night, I'm going to pass over New Orleans. I am very fond of the jazz music, and I swear by all the devils in the nether regions that every person shall be spared in whose home a jazz band is in full swing. Pretty crazy. Um, yeah, so they never caught him, you know what I mean? I mean, you got to really, you got to put your, put yourself in the shoes of the New Orleans people. If, if you like, what if you just hated jazz so much? You're like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to risk it. I'm not going to put on jazz music. I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it. I don't care if I have to die. I don't care if I have to die for this. I don't want to hear the weird timings and the doop-doop blah. I don't want to. Ah. I mean, you'd really have to hate jazz music to like risk your life to die for it. <laughs> um, let's see what else. What's good in the hood? Um. Oh, I didn't read this whole article. Let's talk about some of the news stuff. Um. I've been trying to just like mostly just scan a couple articles and um, not not really watch or uh, not watch, not read anything too heavy, you know. But I did come across a story about a guy living in his car with like 47 cats. You guys hear about that? What the heck? Um, yeah, 47 cats. And I guess the animal rights rescued 14 cats. But nobody rescued him. You know, the guy's living in a car. And it, I mean, when do the cats decide not to eat them? Like, is it just cats on cats on cats? In the car, I mean, like. And how do you only rescue, if you're the animal rights, how, how do you only rescue 14? The animal rights should have rescued the human. Let's see. Um, oh, I did a lot of uh, watching TV uh, the last couple of days. So let's talk about it. 
Let's talk about it. I watched a, I watched a movie called Collision. And I would give it, let's see. I'd, I'd give it at least uh, one thumbs up. I liked it. It was pretty good. It's about, it's about, I don't know what country they're in. They're in Africa somewhere. And there's this white family. Um, it's one of the countries that borders Nigeria because I guess there's like some civil unrest in the movie where um, a lot of the black people don't like uh, that the white people are um, taking their jobs, but the white family, the dad, actually um, didn't get the promotion he was going to because I guess they were they needed to hire someone who wasn't white, so he's upset. And then um, within the African community, there's like, uh, I don't, oh man, I don't even remember what country it was, but they don't like that the Nigerians are coming into their country and taking their jobs and stuff. Um, so there's a lot of that kind of vibe going on. And this, the, the rich white family, their like 17 year old daughter gets kid, uh, gets kidnapped. And then they want the, the dad to pay a ransom. And there's, uh, her boyfriend's dating this, uh, or no, the, the, the white girl's dating this, this guy. He's, he's, uh, like raps. But it's good. It's got gangsters in it. Gangsta, gangsta. Um, so that was pretty good. Uh, that was called Collision. Let's see. I watched a movie called The Wrath of God. And this was an interesting movie. Um, it was in Spanish. It takes place in Spain, I think. And. It's about this author, and he has like, he has a scribe. Um, so it's pretty much like he'll have this person, and it happens to be this like, I don't know, this girl. She's probably like 19 or 20, and she goes to his house, um, and he just, he just talks, and she's the one like at the computer typing what he talks, uh, what he says, you know? Um, so. He, he kisses her one time. He thought he was getting like mixed signals from her, but that like it, she wasn't wanting to kiss him. And so she quit. And uh, she files a lawsuit. And um, it's crazy. So the, the person from the city goes and delivers like the the court paper you know and hand, and he's not there at his house to get it uh the court paper that says that she's like suing him or for sexual harassment in the workplace um but he's not at home when the delivery guy delivers that letter and his wife accepts it uh and looks at it and sees that there's a sexual harassment uh charge and Anyways, his mom, uh, his mom, his, uh, the author's wife is kind of, I guess she was like, uh, 
a few years earlier, she she has some like major mental and emotional issues and was like in- institutionalized. Um, but anyway, she snaps and they have this like six year old girl. She totally loses it and like uh, she kills her her daughter and then she goes and takes like a whole bottle of pills, probably probably like Xanax, and she dies. And then the the author gets home, finds his dead wife, and he finds the letter of the that the girl is like summoning him to go to court for this sexual harassment charge right next to her on the bedstand. And then he goes and finds his daughter. So he thinks that it affected his his the letter affected his wife's uh, mental health and she snapped and killed their daughter and then ki- overdosed on drugs. So he feels awful. And um spoiler alert, he starts uh like it's always a weird circumstance, but he, he starts killing the girl that uh, he sexually harassed, that he kissed the one time that's filing the lawsuit. He starts killing her family members one by one, like every few years. So over like 10 or 11 years or something, uh, he's killed like three or four of her family members, but she can't prove it. It's always weird, like cir- circumstances and stuff and weird coincidences. Um, I thought it, the, the movie was, it was good in the sense I thought it was interesting and it was kind of a, kind of a perfect revenge uh, type of movie. The thing I didn't like about it and the reason I won't give it two thumbs up is because it never actually shows him killing anybody. And I thought, like that's pretty exciting. Why wouldn't you show that? Um, so there was no action in the show. It's, I mean, it's obviously a drama, um, but it was kind of a bummer. It was, it was like written really good, and the lines were good, um, and it was in Spanish. Um, but yeah, next time, show me, show me the kills. You know, let's see what else. Oh, oh, this one was good. I watched a movie, I think it was out of India, um, and I've been wanting to watch it for a while. Me and the wife watched it. It's like, it's, it's like over three hours long, and it's called RRR, um, not like a pirate, har, 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 hardy, har, har, no, like the letters RRR, um, but it was way good. It was epic, so it's this epic story of... Of this, uh, this girl gets kidnapped, um, the by the white British people. The, it takes place in India back when the uh, India wasn't independent from Great Britain, and uh, the British, this British rich lady, the governor's wife, steals doesn't steal, but uh, she they throw like two coins to the family. Okay, this is how it opens. The girl's painting the. There's like this 10-year-old girl. She's painting something really pretty on the governor's wife on the hand. And um, the governor's wife's like, I want this little girl. So they throw two coins in the ground. 
and as if they just bought her and they like take the girl from her village um and so the village like sends somebody to get her back so they send this like warrior um and it's it's a really good show it was epic and then uh there's like it's about uh betrayals and like there's uh this that guy the warrior meets this other warrior and they actually are enemies but they don't know they're enemies until the end and so there's like this friendship bond and it's awesome it was like three i don't know probably like three and a half hours long but that's one of the better movies i've, I've seen this year i would actually say that movie rrr my wife said that was her favorite movie of the year so far. And I'd have to say, I think it was mine too. Uh, so if you haven't seen that, definitely check it out. It's also, uh, they use it a lot of awesome drone footage. Um, so it was a, the cinematography was beautiful. Um, oh man. And I love watching, I love watching TV. We have this 75 inch Samsung smart tv and i love that thing uh we have it in our bedroom it's awesome but yeah it looks really good on my tv um another movie i watched and i would say this was probably my favorite movie so far of the year was spiderhead with chris with uh yeah chris hemsworth and miles teller that one is so good like oh my gosh it is so good um but yeah I would check that out. I'm not even going to, I'm not going to spoil that one. I'll just tell you real quick what it's about. So there's this, uh, so there's this like pharmaceutical company that's, uh, is testing their drugs on some volunteers from the prison inmates. And they're super interesting, these drugs, what they do and stuff. And, uh, I don't want to ruin it. It's really good. I would say it's uh I'm a big fan of uh, Miles Teller, that actor. He's I like everything he's in. And I would say this is Chris Hemsworth uh best role for sure. So I would check that out. Um I watched It, the new It, and by I think the one from like 2017. Um it, I saw it in theaters. Um and I thought it was okay. So this is my second time watching it. And I actually thought it was better the second time. I was a big fan of the originals. I thought they were uh, they were so scary when I was a kid. Oh, man. Um, you know, Pennywise freaked me out. It freaked us all out, man. It freaked us all out. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else? What else? You know what? Let's do a quick poem, and we're just going to do a fast one. This is a fast episode today, but that's all right. That's all right. Okay, this one is called Marching Through Georgia by Charles Bukowski. In the book, you get so alone at times that it just makes sense. Okay. We are burning like a chicken wing left on the grill of an outdoor barbecue. We are unwanted and burning. We are burning and unwanted. We are in unwanted burning. As we sizzle and fry to the bone, the coals of Dante's Inferno spit and sputter beneath us. And above the sky is an open hand 
and the words of wise men are useless. It's not a nice world. A nice world, it's not. Come on, try this nice burnt chicken wing poem. It's hot, it's tough, not much meat, but tis sadly sensible, and one or two bites ends it thus. <laughs> no, you gotta respect a man when he writes poetry about chicken wings. I know I do. And with that, I'll catch you next time. All right. Bye, everybody. Be cool. The Deja Amnesia Experience. The Deja Amnesia Experience. Oh, the Deja Amnesia Experience.